Good morning, anyone, or afternoon or evening, depending on when you're seeing this. I had a pivotal experience this morning, and it's the first time in my life I've ever spoken to someone who also grew up in a cult and left it. And I've never spoken to someone like that before. So for most of you who know me, um, you know that I grew up in a very fundamentalist household. I've written some stuff above where you can see the nose that I, I lived with. Um, and in 2008, I left it. And it was an incredibly jarring experience. And I've always been curious about what it's like for other people who grew up in a cult and left the cult. And today I had a conversation with someone all the way from Australia because he had left a cult recently but he didn't know what to do with it and i don't know again i don't know if you've ever left a cult but if you do leave a cult here's how it feels it feels jarring you don't know how to act you don't know you don't know what to do you don't know how to interact with people because when i grew up i wasn't supposed to interact with the world that was bad right you had to live in the world um because that's what they, i used quotes because that's what they called it capio w world and because you had to survive but you shouldn't really go too far and so you always were on the cusp of have i gone too far do i have too many friends am i out too much with people who are not part of the church and so on and so forth and then when you when you leave all that that still stays with you so now you you don't know how to act you don't know i didn't know how to order cable um, I'd never had alcohol. Um, I never said the F word until I was in my thirties and I've been, if you know me, I've been making up for lost time. Um, but the gentleman I spoke to this morning, he's been hiding his story. So I hid, I didn't really hide my story. I would tell my story, but then at the end of the telling, I'd feel just like, it's just weird. And I think people look at me like, whoa, that was craziness. And then, you know, toodle off and whatever. But I felt like, but that, that story, it hurt me. Like it, it changed me, it stopped me, it stymied me. And I couldn't figure out how I could get people to understand just how traumatic that whole experience was. And so I left the cult after the initial euphoria and I thought all of my fear would go away. But what it actually was replaced with was an absolute terror because usually when you're with a, a very, a fundamentalist group, a closed group, a cultish group, um, they frightened the shit out of you about leaving. You're going to die of cancer, car crash, or some horrible thing is going to befall you because you turned your back on the group, right? And every group believes that, like, that, that are, are constructed in this way, believe that they're the only ones with the answer. They're the only ones who are the true group, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure you've heard it before, right? So you're turning your back and everything else. Well, now you're screwed, right? And, um, and so even though I had the car crash and didn't die, evidently. Um, you know, I knew that that wasn't necessarily true, but you're always kind of waiting for the hammer to fall. And the other thing that stays with you is some of those same thought patterns. So for me, it was massive self-sabotage, right? Every time I, I was, I was, I grew up understanding whether this was their intention or not, but this is how I took it as a child, that success was bad. I was proud and pride is bad. Pride is a punishable sin or go anytime you feel good about yourself, do something bad, feel like shit again. And then now you're okay because you're supposed to be at the bottom of any totem pole, right? If you think good of yourself, then you know, like who do you think you are? Um, and so what happened 
corporately for me. So when I was in corporate Canada, I kept getting fired or I would quit. And it was just like, anytime I thought I was getting somewhere, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't improve and chop. And then away I go. When I left and then I started my own business a year later, I thought, finally, I'm going to be free. Finally, I'm going to stop doing this to myself. But I didn't. I kept going. I kept redoing my business model every 12 to 18 months, you know, stopping something, hiring a group of coaches, firing the group of coaches, starting a consulting business, stopping the consulting business, doing masterminds, killing the masterminds. And it kept going and going and going. And, you know, and then I built my agency and it was great, but I was working my ass off like 90 hours a week and I couldn't figure out how do I stop this? I couldn't figure out why, even though my agency was making almost a million a year and it was great, team of 14 people, blah, blah, blah. I should have been happy, wonderful new husband, beautiful home, lovely cars, great, you know, adjusted children. And I'm like, I feel, I feel the same as I did when I was in the cult. And that made no sense to me. So what I realized and what I helped this gentleman in Australia with today is to take this story, and this goes for anyone, whether you grew up in a cult or not, Anyone who has a traumatic experience that has somehow changed you, that is somehow walking through every day with you, and you say, what's, what's really going on and how do I use my story for good? So as a coach, I use those traumatic experiences that I went through growing up and then into my 30s to, say, to help other people who are dragging their own story along with them and aren't able to release it. So if you have a story that you're, that you aren't sharing, maybe you feel ashamed of it, right? And again, leaving a cult can leave you with an incredible sense of unworthiness because you're usually behind. You've been held back because you're supposed to be, you're not supposed to be like everybody else. Remember success is bad. Um, and so, you know, the gentleman was saying that he'd gone to a private school, you know, when he was younger and now that he's exited out, I'm not too sure how old he was, but let's call him my age. Um, so 25. Um, and so he, he left that and he's looking at his friends. They're lawyers or doctors, accountants, they've got families and children and they're so well adjusted and he's at zero, or at least that's where he feels he is. Right. And that's, generally where you feel you start when you've left a cult. You're at zero. And what the heck do you do now? And how do you not let that experience mar your ability to accomplish whatever you want in life? How do you catch up to those people? How do you feel that you are, you are worthy of having been with them and that you can earn your way into those upper echelons? And and that, that unworthiness, that self-sabotage, those behaviors, those actions, you need to be able to address them and how your story has created them. So if you've read my book, Think Again, my seven-stage journey from self-sabotage to success, um, you'll see that there's something in there, two things. One's the story changer chart and the other one is the assumption changer chart. One is internal focused and one is external focused. Same process. What is the story you're telling yourself? I'm not worthy. Success is bad. Um, I'll never catch up. You know, everyone's so much better than me, right? Whatever story that you're telling yourself, I have to be perfect. Um, I have to exceed everything that someone has ever set out for me, right? I'm not living up to everyone else's expectations that they set for me when I was a child. I'm supposed to be the high achiever and I'm not, right? You take those stories and you say, where did they come from? Just so that you understand what I call the original hurt. But where you go from there 
is to say, what's something else that I can say to myself? So if the story is, I'm not, I have to be perfect. Maybe another story is, I'm actually very capable. And so what that does is it releases the burden of having to be perfect and replaces it with, I'm going to figure this out. I've, I, I believe in my abilities to figure something out. And I've watched people make that exact transition and just blow up, right? In a good way, right? Sharing this newfound energy, this feeling of the, whatever they want to do is, is completely possible now. Whereas before that I have to be perfect, locked her into a box, right? If it's, I'm unworthy, maybe a new story is I have value. I have something to say. I have a story to share. And because you have a story to share, there's value in that story and you can help someone else not feel that way anymore, right? Which is what I've done with my story. How do I help people? Now, again, this is the only guy I've ever talked to who grew up in a cult and left it. But I help my clients because everyone has experienced trauma, big T, small T trauma, right? And that affects you and it can be dragged with you all the way through your life. And some people hide it. Some people tell the story, but ugh, it never gets anywhere, right? And they don't know what to do with it. You know, psychologists and counselors and stuff, they're incredibly important people, but often their practice is designed to say, here you are and what got you here? What gets people stopped, and this is where I come in as a, as a coach, is to say, here you are, but now how do we get you here? Let's go forward. And this is where your story can be used to not stymie you, but can be used to propel you. But it's your job to figure out how is it that you can use your story for good. This makes me so emotional when I talk about it. Liz, I'm so glad that, that you hear this. Um, and I'm really glad for everyone that's listening to this story. Because cult or no cult, our stories define us. Unless we use this shit as fertilizer. And then we take that fertilizer and we grow something out of it. You can grow a business out of it. You can grow a fantastic relationship out of it. You can stop arguments because of it. You can stop petty little assumptions from controlling you and stopping you from getting what you want. Like all these things are possible when we understand our story, when we take it. Because what I said to this gentleman from Australia is like, You've got your crap and you've put it in a box under your bed, but it stinks and the whole room stinks. Your whole house stinks, right? So until you take that box out from under the bed, you look at it for what it was, acknowledge that it happened, right? Validate that it was hard. Validate that you probably didn't ask for those things to happen to you. And then you say, and how do I use this for good, right? How do I use what I'm what, like, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to change my story? So the crappy part is all those things that are just, they're not serving you anymore, but you can change that and you can spin it in a different way. So if you want, you can go to again, thinkagainbook.com. There's lots of resources there. You can get the, you can download the story changer chart, the assumption changer chart, by all means, you can DM me or PM me and, and uh, or whatever it is called anymore. I don't even know, um, to talk about it because at the end of our conversation, I was so happy to hear one thing in that man's voice. Hope. Hope, trust, 
and a realization that this story that he was hiding, because coming from something like that, you don't want to look like the weirdo in the room, right? You want to look put together. You want to look like you've, you've got it and you're capable and all this other kind of stuff. But if that, if that trauma is staying inside of you, you can't because you only act according to what you believe and you believe thoughts that you think often enough. And so if you've been growing up with certain things pounded into your head, like me, again, success is bad, right? It's really hard to let go of that. And you just can't leave the group and expect the thoughts to go because your thoughts, you're in here and they build neural pathways. So if you feel that you're not getting what you want out of life, relationships, business, career, Really ask yourself, what do you believe about yourself? What are your thought patterns? Go back to that original step. What are your thoughts? And say, if this is a thought that I'm thinking often enough, that's creating a belief system that is stopping me from getting the life, business, career, relationships that I want. You don't start with working really hard. You don't start with hammering at someone for why they don't understand you. You back up the train to your thoughts. How can I change what I'm thinking about myself, that my future, where I stand in the world compared to others, right? And you find ways to remind yourself. How do I remind myself of this new way of thinking? You put reminders on your phone, stickies on your mirror, personal favorite of mine, stickies all over the place, right? You write a journal, you write down the same thing that you want to believe over and over and over again, because that feeds the reticular activation system in your brain. And then your brain is like, oh, that's what you want me to find evidence of in the world. Now you start seeing opportunities to act in a different way, but you cannot begin that process by just working harder. Trust me, that's what I thought I had to do. And for nearly eight years, I wore myself out trying to do that before I realized that the problem wasn't that I was a woman or I had a certain intelligence level or something, you know, happened in my life, blah, blah, blah. None of that. It was that my belief system was screwed up and I needed to change it. So I had to go back. And since then, everything that I do now brings me the most incredible joy. I have one phrase, I'm sure you've heard it. I say it all the time, the beginning of my day, at the end of my day, I challenge myself, did I do it? And my, my whole existence is bent around, did I help people live happier, wealthier, and a more fulfilled life? At least one of those things got to be checked off. And I really feel today, it's 11 o'clock in the morning, and I really feel like I've already done that with this guy that I talked to in Australia that heard about me through the grapevine from someone on the other side of Australia who said, hey, you need to talk to Rebecca because she left a cult too. And such a magical experience for me. I've never talked to someone. I always wondered what it'd be like to talk to somebody who had also left a cult. So I'm like, did they feel the same way as me? Like I've got my sisters to talk to. And, and of course we feel the same um, in many cases about what it's been like and, and so on. But I've also wondered like, what about other people? And the number one thing that really came up for him was unworthiness. And with any kind of traumatic experience or rejection or whatever in our past, that's often how we feel. But I hope crossing fingers that he doesn't feel that anyway, that way anymore. And I hope crossing fingers that none of you can feel that way anymore as well. Own your story, acknowledge your story. And for the shitty parts say, okay, that was bad but how can I use it for good? Whether you want to teach your children how to overcome that kind of thinking or those kind of, those kind of things that are holding you back, whether you want to teach your spouse who may be struggling with the same kind of a thing and maybe you want to coach about it, 
right? That's how I've manifested it for me because I do a whole bunch of different types of coaching, but I weave my story into all of it. It deepens your relationships with people. It doesn't make you look weird. And this is what's really come up for me. So I'll just kind of wrap this up because it's been a bit of a longer video today. Um, but what it has done for me, it has done, it doesn't make me feel weird anymore. It doesn't make me feel different. What it makes me feel is useful. And our stories are useful as long as we use them for good. So I hope those out there who are watching this video, whether you came from a cult or not, whether you've had trauma or not, everyone has a story and we can always use the parts maybe that we're not proud of, where we, where we screwed up, where we failed. And you can use that story for good. You just need to change the way you think. I hope you guys have a fantastic day wherever you are. Peace out and may you live a happier, wealthier, and more fulfilled day. Bye guys.